Welcome to this podcast from Sheridan's. In this podcast, Dan Marshall discusses his experiences of being an independent video games developer over the past 10 years, including the birth of his game, Behold the Kickmen, and his new game, Layer of the Clockwork God, which is out now on Steam. This podcast was recorded with Alex Tuddy from Sheridan's as part of the Sheridan's Games Masterclass held at the end of January 2020. Dan and Alex have known each other for 10 years and this light-hearted chat provides valuable insights into the current issues facing independent video games developers. But all advice, especially Alex's terrible game design ideas, should not be relied upon. Please enjoy. We thought it'd be interesting to meet, uh, bring Dan along for a little chat after your coffee break. Um, so Dan and I both started working in the games industry at basically about the same time. Um, I left being a banking lawyer uh, and you left um, the TV industry. Um, and um, but I first came across him in uh, 2009 in a busy pub in Victoria, uh, where he was loudly talking about sexual health, um, uh, which later turned out um, he was making a BAFTA award-winning game. But that but apparently I was that was something that was to unrelated. Go to. That was yeah. Okay, right. Okay. So um, uh, please welcome Dan. And uh, do you want to give a, a brief summary of where you were in uh, well, why you were in that pub in Victoria and uh, how you started off in the games industry? Uh, yeah. Well, I got quite lucky because. Um, Making games was always my hobby. I did, I did like click and play in Games Factory and stuff as a kid. And it was always just something I really enjoyed doing. But it was one of those things that was just so closed off. There was no chance I was ever going to be, you know, it wasn't a viable career option. Um, and I was working in TV and becoming increasingly, well, decreasingly happy with it. Because, you know, you get into TV thinking I'm going to work on 24 and Star Trek or whatever. And you wind up working on Britain's greatest trousers or whatever. I don't know, some shit for ITV. Yeah. Um, and I did a lot of, so I did a lot of episodes of Wife Swap and all that sort of stuff. Um, and the reason, I, the reason I, say I got really lucky was because I just finished, I was just finishing up Time Gentleman Please. Like Ben there down there had done really good numbers, but it was free. So we did a sequel called Time Gentleman Please, which was just, I was just finishing up. And um, I got the contract ready with Channel 4 to do privates. Channel 4 were making video games. Uh, and I pitched this sexual health thing about tiny soldiers going into like vaginas and bum holes and stuff. Um, and it was one of those things where I just, like, every step of the way, I was expecting a grown up to step in and say, no, you can't do this. To be fair, I, didn't Xbox say you can't put it out on Xbox? Xbox said uh, they had quite specific rules about. Uh, soldiers. As I remember, it's like if it, anything, that, anything that comes out of the body can't be shown or something like that, really, really weird, weirdly worded. Does do small soldiers come out of the body? I'm no, but no, no, no. I think, I think that the implication was that like anything like vomit or wee or feces can't be shown. Um, so that, so that got, can- but anyway, so that got canned on Xbox, but it, but it came on the PC. But, but the point was that I, I got made redundant for my TV job just as privates. I was about to hand, I was about to hand in my notice and I got made redundant instead and got severance and holiday pay and pay to the end of the month and all these benefits that propped me up long enough. And then the game went on Steam. Time Gentleman Police went on Steam back in the days when a game went on Steam and that was, you know, enough to make some serious money out of it, just, just by being on Steam. Um, so I got quite lucky in that I, I, all those sort of stars aligned at the same sort of time that I was working for Channel 4 while making some money and I had that little nest egg to sort of back me up. Um, so that's how I started. And so, um, I mean, that was back in 2009? Yeah, when you could do things like that. You could do things like that. So I would say, I mean, what's changed now? You're working on new, a new game and, um, yeah. and how have you approached that differently? I mean, other than being in Dorset. Well, yeah. Um, so I live in Dorset now. I got out of London. Um, I like to come back occasionally just to, just to wipe cow shit all over the place off my bottom <laughs> of my shoe. Um, uh, yeah, so, uh, so I've always been self-funded. So the, the first games, you know, Time Times Police did well, well enough to prop up. The next one did Gun Monkeys and Gun Monkeys did well enough to make the Swindle and Swindle did well enough to make um, 
uh, Kickmen, which paid for itself, and then um, Layer of the Clockwork God, which is the next one. So I'm I'm sort of just living in a in a small cottage in Dorset, typing, um, which has always been. Do you know what, weirdly, is always, was always like my, everyone else, every time the company started to grow and there was an opportunity to take it further, I've always said no, because when it comes down to it, I like just my commute being from my bed to the upstairs office you with a cup of coffee. don't have a laptop that you could take to bed. I can't work on it. Who can work on a laptop? I need, I need, I've got, I've got two ultra wide monitors and a, and a tablet. I need, I can't work off a laptop. I'm not some sort of animal. So, so you're... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm a just professional, an animal I'm a professional video game developer. I can't work on a laptop. Um, <laughs> I mean, and that, you have to do, you know this, there's graphics and things, there's computers, I, I, I there's all sorts of... I was just explaining to Lottie outside that um, I'm a lawyer and I work on Microsoft Word and occasionally I do shortcut keys and I'm pretty impressed Check by you that. Check you out, you could afford, um, you could afford Microsoft and Word. And for some reason <laughs> I have a MacBook and it's completely unnecessary um, and, uh, until I poured water down at a GDC. Um, so um, would you say, um, so looking at the industry now, I mean, would you, would you do layer of the clockwork girl again in the same way or do you, do you think um, no. the depth the, of indies is... This is the Nine. weird thing is that like, um, you know, when I did the swindle, which was five years ago now, four and a half years ago, um, and it's weird how different stuff is now to then. You know, the swindle came out and did really well, did, did good numbers and, um, you know, propped me up for, certainly for the next five years, um, which is more than I could reasonably have asked for. Um, you know, because I'm constantly aware how incredibly lucky I am to be in this position. Um, but, you know, if you ask me now, I mean, it depends how Clockwork God sells, but, if, but my, my next game, there's no way I'm going to make a, a narrative-focused single-player, you know... Um, With Casper Lee in it? Yeah, I'm going to put Casper Lee in it. Whether he wants to be or not, he's going in. Um, he said he wants to be in a game. I'll put him in a game. I don't care. It's take, literally legally binding. It'll take 20 minutes. It's fine. Um, and then he has to cover it on his YouTube channel, which will... You know, seven million subscribers will translate to nearly four sales. So, yeah. <laughs> think of that. <laughs> Time well spent. Yeah. Which, which brings me on to the comment. Um, obviously, behold the kick men. Um, you, yep. When they were chatting about the football earlier, you uh, I probably no, I dozed off. It was yeah. got I, a lot of complicated words in the football talk. There were, yeah, there were a lot of words, um, <laughs> and uh, obviously, um, behold the kick men did very well mainstream media. Yeah, it um, did. Uh, do you want to explain a bit about that and how that translated well, into was, sales? And uh, Kickman was really Island. weird because I had I'd finished the swindle and I had a kid and I was so tired. My kid did not sleep. He was a, he was a, he's a gorgeous little boy, but he was a dreadful sleeper, and I was just wiped out. And the idea of like starting up another big sort of three year long project was just unthinkable at that time. So I, I saw this game called Super Super Arcade Football, and I thought that'd be funny if I made a football game, and I made this dumb little football game in half an afternoon with just players running around it. I ran running around a pitch, jumping up and down. And I put it on Twitter. It is football. It's the same as football, yeah. Um, and then like, it just went like wildfire, like nothing I've ever done before. Like normally getting any sort of coverage is like getting blood from a stone. And Kickmen, somehow just everyone was like super interested in it and retweeting it. Oh, isn't this hilarious and all that sort of stuff. Um, you know, Twitter did a... Twitter put it on their front page, um, which, is, which has never happened before. And obviously that went mad. The BBC emailed me to ask me if I'd be interested in doing a story about it, which is just one of those things that, like you just think, 
you know, as someone who'd basically spent 10 years scrabbling around for any bit of coverage on any website I could possibly get, having someone come to me and asking me that sort of question was like, was just unbelievable. So I, you know, what was going to be a dumb little game jam just to tide me over while I was sleep deprived turned into, well, I better make this, you know, people are actually interested in this. I better actually make it. So I actually made it. And then people turned out they were like quite interested in it. <laughs> so they, it sold, it sold enough to justify making it, but it didn't, it's not like it, you know, I, when, when I first made the decision to actually make it properly, I was like, this is, this is it. This is going to be the one that this makes is the tropical me, island. this is make, going to make me billions. This is ace. Uh, and it didn't do that. It just sort of, well, it didn't bankrupt me. So that's all I can really ask for. Is that, is that the aim? That's the, yeah, that's my upper limit of aspirational. <laughs> so after the investment panel, are you, uh, you, you're presumably going to be pitching for investment now? Uh, or is this, uh, were you looking at that going, this is something I never want to do? Uh, a bit of both. I'm terrified of actually having to do it because um, I don't know how I don't know how much my games really try. It's 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 grown ups having grown up conversations, and this is the problem I always have with developing places like that. Is that I always go to develop and things like that, and I just want to talk to people about how nice it is when a gun makes a good sound, you know, and um, and you know, like talk about games and things like gamey things, and then oh, sometimes like in Alabama, or and then, and then grown ups come like, grown ups come along and have these real conversations using acronyms that I, d I honestly don't actually know what they are. Um, and, you, and I sort of think that's a bit weird. But so I, I'm, I'm aware that like sh stuff is changing. Like um, I'm very worried about Clockwork God selling any copies because because you know it used to be that you could put a game up on Steam and that was it. And now it's very much not it. Um, so for the next game, am I going to have to go like cap in hand and learn what some of these acronyms mean and go and ask grown-ups for money? I might have to. I might have to learn what all that means. Um, so we've probably got time for, for one question. And as we've got ITV next, uh, I'm going to give you the opportunity to work with a one ITV property. I don't know any. You don't know any. And um, they're normally just... I only watch Netflix. Well, there's, there's Love Island and detective dramas from what I can I've not seen Love Island. Okay, well, we won't do that. So any, any TV property, uh, your time at TV, so, uh, what game are you going to make? Men Behaving Badly Series 1 was ITV. That's far, about far back ago. How about that? <laughs> I, I think, I think I'd make a Men Behaving right, Badly yeah. point and click. That sounds good. Men behaving badly, point and click. I, yeah, like, I, I can see that getting a lot. But Harry Enfield, Harry Enfield instead of Neil Morrissey, so because oh, he was series is, one, he was series a, one. The old school. Uh, so yeah. We've gone a bit niche into um, sorry. <laughs> men behaving badly, um, and uh, Antonia, the 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 German in the audience, is looking at me, going, "We don't have that there," and I'm pretty sure you should not watch this program. It doesn't date well, I don't think. Uh, I do you know what I watched? I watched uh, a couple of episodes recently. It dated fine. It's a little bit, it's a little bit bad, but it's actually still quite funny. Okay, perfect. Well, there we go. Um, men behaving badly. <laughs> uh, again, the point and click adventure. Um, uh, and uh, I, I'm sure Chris Lee will give you the investment for it. So. Excellent. And Casper Lee will appear. Uh, will be in it. Double, double Lee, no relation, um, those two. Um, brilliant. Man. You've been listening to a podcast from Sheridan's, from our Sheridan's Games Masterclass 2020. Thanks for listening.